This is the True Adventure Podcast, episode 77. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast, where I, Karina Baldwin, your host and mental performance coach, teach you the skills to calm the fuck down. You're a high achiever, a CEO, or overall, you just do the most. I get it. We're cut from the same cloth. It's time to actually acknowledge your success, celebrate your wins, and train your mind like an elite athlete. I have a master's in sport and performance psychology and worked with collegiate athletes for two years, worked with the U.S. Army for three years, and now work with high achievers and CEOs to teach them to use their mind to work for them rather than against them. This podcast is where research meets reality. To teach you the skills to uncover mental blocks, make success predictable, build mental endurance, and master your mountain mentality. Are you ready to go summit some shit? Let's get started. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the True Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Baldwin. And I hope the first week of 2024 is going incredible for you. Did anyone else find it super satisfying that the first of the year fell on a Monday? And whether you worked on it or not, that it was just so satisfying to be the start of the year, the start of the week, and it just felt good. I spent the first of the year driving from Lake Tahoe to Salt Lake City. I am on my official second leg of my road trip, if you've been following along on my Instagram. If you have not, head over to Instagram, True Adventure Co., and follow along on my road trip, where I am figuring out the balance of work and play. And it's a toughie, especially when snow is right there for me. It does help that the snow is not as amazing as it was last year, but that's okay. It's still so much fun to be out there and so close to the mountains for so long. I'm having an absolute blast. Today's episode, ooh, it's a good one. I have a client interview, Sonia Smith, and she owns Sonia Smith Creative, and I will give her a proper intro when we are going into the interview. But I wanted to really just dive into a sneak peek of what exactly you're getting in this episode because it was so fun. So I had been working with Sonia for a couple months. We originally met when she came on my Baja business retreat and then we dove into some mental performance coaching and then she actually worked within my business as well. I hired her to update all my HoneyBook automations. So all my email systems to ensure that I am emailing back clients as quickly as possible so it is an automated system so that way I can be out on the snow and doing the things that I love and still treating my clients with the most royal treatment that I possibly can. So shout out to Sonia for automating my systems. It has been a lifesaver. But what we talked about in this episode was so much. We talked about her prepping for maternity leave, what it took in order to get her headspace ready to go. Because when she first came to me, she started to be terrified about what exactly maternity leave was going to look like. She had never taken this much time off. She had never been able to leave her team for her own reasons, right? Not because her team wasn't capable, but because she wasn't sure how to remove herself from the situation. She wasn't sure how to remove herself as an employee. So we talk a lot about that and how her mind has changed and what skills she has put into place to ensure that she is set up for this maternity leave. And we had a trial run. They had a baby moon and it went incredible. And we're going to talk all about that. So whether you are prepping for maternity leave or you're just prepping and you want to take time off a week, two weeks, month, two months, however long you want to take off, this is the episode that you're going to want to listen to. All right, my friends, we are going to dive right in. But before we do, I want a quick plug. I have two spots opening in my Mountain Mentality program in the month of January. So if you have been listening to these episodes and you've been waiting for a time, this is your sign. It is the start of the year, the beginning of the year. The first fell on a Monday. Here is your sign to apply to the Mountain Mentality program. I have two one-on-one spots opening and 
I cannot wait to pour into you. Whether you are working as a business owner or a high achiever in management, I have so many incredible people already within this offer. If you don't own a business, that's okay. I have an author that is in this. I have a director of operations who is going for a VP position who is in the Mountain Mentality program. I have multiple business owners, salon owner, a bridal team. I have, you know, Sonia was just in my uh, program as well, and you'll get to know her on this episode. This is the time to apply to the Mountain Mentality Program. Six months, you and I deep diving into your mindset, into your mentality to hone those mental skills, build that mental endurance to ensure that you have that CEO mentality. This is the time for it. All right, my friends, head down to the show notes, Hit apply now, fill out the application, and then you and I will hop on a consult call. You will get one-on-one coaching right there on that consult call, and you will leave with tangible skills that you can enact today to have a big, massive change on your business right now. Let us dive right into today's episode. All right, my friends, here we go. Hello, friends. I have a very fun, special guest for you. She has been in my business and around my business and working on my business as well. Um, This is Sonia Smith. She is the CEO of Sonia Smith Creative, which is a virtual assistant team for wedding pros. And she is also herself and her team are wedding I'm sorry, HoneyBook Pros. So if you work within the HoneyBook system, if you have a HoneyBook, those little blue checkmark people that can help integrate all the fun, fancy things that HoneyBook does, she and her team can help you do all of that. So Sonia, welcome. And tell us a little bit more about you. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat any and all things. Um, Side note, I am 32 weeks pregnant as of the recording this. So if I get out of breath at any point during this call, (laughs) that is what is happening. I am quite round at this point, but very, very excited to meet baby girl coming in February. Um, I will just jump right into how I kind of got to this place um, out of necessity. Um, I am a typical COVID story where I was working in corporate up until COVID hit and then was part of those layoffs. And I was thinking about what past experiences do I have that I can monetize? Like, how can I keep going? I am the type of person that I actually love working and I love contributing and what can I do to keep going? So not the type of person to sit around and collect unemployment. Um, so I took my experiences of what I did with past jobs and kind of ran into the world of virtual assistants. So I just started that up on a whim, had zero clients, did not know a hundred percent what I was doing, but relied on my resources and past people that I've worked with, started reaching out to them and eventually built a client roster up to the point where I couldn't necessarily handle all the intake on my own. Um, Then I eventually brought on my first team member. And now we've grown to a team of about five to six. Um, So it's been really cool to see the progression of that. Sometime within there, I was approached by the HoneyBook team because they've seen that I started specializing in HoneyBook setups. Um, And I was added to the HoneyBook pro roster, which there's only about 30 of us nationwide. That's um, crazy. I didn't know that there was that little of you. That's amazing. That's so cool. A little, what a badass. It's so cool. We have this little secret Facebook group. We get all the intel on the new launches that are coming out, the new like resources. So it's awesome to get like first dibs on that Intel and be yeah. able to share it with my clients and implement it when I'm setting up their accounts. I love that. That's so cool. That's such a like, I don't know how I thought or like how many HoneyBook Pros I thought there were going to be, but I did not realize like, honestly, how small of a community, which is amazing. It just shows shows your expertise and like truly how good you are at your job. That HoneyBook, the system was like, we want to put our stamp on how good she is. Like, that's amazing. 
Yeah, it feels really cool to be acknowledged like that. And they're really great about hearing our insight, like what troubles have our clients been coming up mm-hmm. with? How can we improve our system on the back end? So we're kind of like the spokespeople for so all cool. things Honeybook. So it's a really cool platform to be involved with. Yeah. So just for like quick, for people who don't know what Honeybook is, if you want to just like, what is it? Yeah. So Honeybook is a client relationship management system. So all client onboarding and offboarding can happen within Honeybook. It's super robust in that it can handle client invoicing, contracts, and as and um, scheduling. The, the main feature right now that people seem to be struggling with the most, which I love helping people with, is automations. Mm-hmm. So it's often when people get around to that point of setting up their account, that's kind of like when they throw their hands up and are like, all right, I think I need some help with this. Yeah. Um, because they see how valuable they can be in their business. It essentially takes things that you're doing manually and does them automatically. Mm-hmm. So within that, there are a few specialty things that you want to be mindful of when you are setting things up and having things trigger when they when you want to have them trigger, um, having everything in place to start building out those automations. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I step in and I help people. I kind of take their dream client life cycle translate it into HoneyBook speak and then implement it on their account. So yes. they're pretty stoked when that's all said and done. And I think you even mentioned recently on your story, like I'm hanging out, reading a book and an email got sent out and I didn't even have to think about it, yes. which I love hearing those stories from people. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hired Sonia to go in and do all of my automations because yeah, to her point, I was like, I can't do this by myself. I don't know how to do this. It's not worth my brain power because I'm not an expert. And so something that takes Sonia an hour to do would take me like two weeks to learn how to do. And so I was like, I'm hiring Sonia. I need this. And uh, what a dream it has been like in my back end to know that these emails are going out or that all I have to do is hit approve or, you know, like I can just find things in my templates and just boom, it's done. Send these things out because I was copy and pasting things. I was rewriting emails that I send every single week or every single client. Like it was just wild. And now it's just all in there. Systems are automated and it's just been a dream. So you're a HoneyBook person or you want to get into automations, hire Sonia. (laughs) And we'll talk about all kinds of things, you know, throughout today's podcast. But I want to dive into how you have worked within my business. Like how you want to share the story about how we met and how we have come to be. So obviously everyone knows that I have hired you, but you have also come into my business as one of my clients. So like, how has, how did that progress? Yeah. So I was recently uh, only introduced to you by Molly, a previous podcast guest, Mm -hmm. because I was kind of in a funk with my business. Um, We were kind of going, we were into a plateau phase where nothing's really new happening, but I've saved up all these funds where I wanted to start um, promoting myself, investing in my business. And Molly at that time was a copywriter on my team. And I posted out there on Instagram, does anyone know of any retreats or conferences or anything business related? I want to meet people in person. I want to collaborate. I want to start making moves. And that's when she sent me your info because that at that time, she'd already booked her Baja retreat Mm -hmm. and it was kind of coming up close. And normally I'm not a like, last minute of the moment last minute person <laughs> uh, but after connecting with you and Kelsey I immediately got the vibe that I was like this is what I need to be on mm-hmm. and I, that turnaround time I booked like less I think you yeah I think you literally booked like three weeks before yeah the trip to Baja last March yeah yeah I just knew that it was going to be the right step the step in the right direction for me and mm-hmm. it definitely was after that trip I came home with 
a huge like like surge of motivation to implement things that I learned during the trip. I came in with like a new mindset and wanted to pass that along to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously not having known Karina very long before that, I definitely got to see the side of her that was like super informational, very like fact and science-based, but also practical on how can I implement these things that you're teaching into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of plug that in and put like bookmark you as a person, like I need to connect with her again because yeah. being in the, in the group setting and collaborating like that was super helpful. But also I'm like, there's things that I, like are very specific to me that I want to talk to you about, but I don't want to like take up everyone's time. So yeah, let's connect after the fact. Um, so it just kind of worked out where you were at a point needing HoneyBook help. I was at a, another like rut in my business. So I was like, let's work out something. And we ended up doing a fun little trade and it's been mm-hmm. so, so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so fun that we started, you know, in Baja where we were both, honestly, you helped my business just as much, right? Like you, you and Molly were sitting there at like, 10 o'clock on our final night where all of us were like in the dark huddled under a blanket like chatting about how my business needs to be completely different because we had spent six (laughs) days working on you guys's business and then you two were just like pouring into me about like what I could create and like wouldn't it be so cool if like this happened and that happened and like you you I had always thought about like I wanted a um membership retreat system type of thing. And then you, I don't think you knew that I wanted that, but you obviously saw that like I loved retreats and that I was good at, you know, hosting retreats. And then you were like, what if you did your coaching and then you ended with a retreat? And then, and I was like, done, like (laughs) I'm going to build that system. And like, now I have started to put things like that in place where like now I have my six month coaching program and like, I'm going to be adding like the retreat system on top of that. And it's going to be the membership that I wanted. So I thought that was so cool that at the end of the retreat, it wasn't just you going through and your business getting these things, but it really was a two-way street that like Kelsey and I learned so much from everybody there as well. And it's just like such a huge collaboration. It was amazing. Like Baja is just something uh, just so different from yeah. anything else. Isn't it so funny? I feel like most people are like this, where you're such an advocate for like, you got to do this for your business. Like, like saying the things that you need to actually implement yourself. Like you yeah. put your own business last when you're telling people like, yeah, you need to do this. But in reality, like let's flip the mirror and let's actually focus on me. Like I needed to be following mm-hmm. my own advice. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think like takes us really well to one of the things that I want to talk to you about at the beginning of when you and I first started working together at the mental performance coaching, like specifically the one-on-one coaching, what were some of your biggest concerns in your business that you were like, yes, this is what I need to do right now to invest in myself and invest in my business and like my role as the CEO? Yeah, I was obviously in the mindset of gearing up to my maternity leave. And I wasn't 100% sure of how I needed to execute that. Um, Of course, there's like steps that I wanted to hit and check boxes along the way that I'm like, okay, this, this and this needs to happen. But when it came down to actually doing the work and being in the right mindset to properly execute that work, I was like, I don't know how to get myself there. This is my mm-hmm. first time having a kid. I have kind of been flying by the seat of my pants in terms of like, I'm doing the things that I think I need to be doing for my business. And I'm treating my team in a way that I want to be treated. I'm running my clients in a way, but am I doing it in a sustainable way? Am I doing it in a way that's going to promote a healthy relationship across the board? And that all kind of dwindled down to focusing on me and my mindset when I started to approach my business, because along the way, like things obviously come up, there's upset Mm -hmm. clients, there's team members that are falling off the board. And then it's like, 
yes, it's revolving around business, but it's also the mental state and like what hurdles do we have to cross mentally before we approach those things? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so interesting. I think that's so interesting because I'm not someone who's pregnant. I have not gone through a maternity leave. And I think that's something that there is a difference between a coach and a mentor, right? A mentor, and I've talked with this with like clients and on the podcast before, a mentor is someone who has done what you've want what you want to do. And they're like literally telling you, these are the steps I took to get here. A coach probably hasn't done the things that you've done. You know, you look at like Olympic style coaching or like NFL, like a lot of the time these coaches and these are like, that's in the like physical world. Like obviously I'm in the mental world, but like the physical world is a lot easier for people to like grasp and understand. A lot of these coaches have never done what these athletes are doing, but that does what they're doing as a coach is helping that athlete find the best of their own abilities. So like me, I've never gone through maternity leave. I'm not pregnant, nor is this something that's even on the radar in the next like year or so to where I'm like, oh, I'm already planned for mine. I'm going to help Sonia plan for hers. How did you feel like the coaching process was? How different do you think it would have been me being a coach versus someone who is a mentor who's gone through maternity leave. Cause I know you also connected with someone who's literally in your world, in your field who went on maternity leave. Like where did you see the difference, I guess? And why did you think coaching was the way to go? Yeah, I think, well, I always kind of picture my business as my first baby, you know, mm, like yeah. you, you raise it from the ground up, you watch it grow. And I was prepping it on the back burner, prepping for it to kind of like take wings and take off on its own eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting pregnant and now an actual human baby is coming into the world. I <laughs> to expedite that process a little bit. Um, so I knew that coaching would get me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have visions of where I wanted to take my business. I have like these lofty goals, but then it's like getting over my own personal mental hurdles of like, Um, comparing myself with others, um, like being super doubtful of my services and pricing. Um, And I find a lot of comfort in doing that research. Like you mentioned, connecting with other people that have gone through the same thing. So after connecting with someone in in that same world, and they were like, yeah, my first maternity leave it was a shit show. I like, all, like I came back and a ton of clients left. A lot of my team members left and I was like, okay, I definitely don't want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that is my worst fear. Um, but it's also like, how do I get into a, a state of mind where I'm letting myself step away from my business mm-hmm. um, and kind of seeing how it goes. And I think that just comes down to like having a solid team, having solid internal systems and all of that just kind of needed um, a little like flame to get going. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked a lot about, we covered a, so much during our coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the things that stand out as far as like what we covered is you and I back to like coach versus mentor, a mentor would tell you like, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Some things that you and I covered were like role expectations with your team. Like I know that you were going through a hiring process. So you and I sat down, like, what are some of the expectations you want from this team member? And that also went for when you're prepping for returning leave, like in your business, when you are not there, what are the expectations that these team members are having to fill the role of? So that was one of the things we talked a lot about, like your strengths as a leader as well. And like what you can do to bring out the best strengths of your team members and like where they are, have big strides and where they do really good work. And how can you pull on that? And rather than 
expecting each of them to like live up to the standard that you did not express to them, but you're actually telling them like, this is what I expect of you. And I know that you're really good at X, Y, and Z. And so I'm going to have you really use X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to let you drop off like this A, B, and C role because you're not so good at it. And that's totally okay. We're going to leave that to somebody else. So um, in the hour that you and I were, were working together, something that you wrote actually in your testimonial when you and I wrapped up coaching is that I, I asked what your favorite part of like coaching was. And you were like, I would come to the calls freaking out. And by the end, I would leave calm and with clarity. What happened in the hour that we were working together that got you there? Yes. So I'll touch on uh, what you mentioned earlier, and I'm happy to report that as of Today, I have brought on two new team members. Yes. Team that feels super aligned and really, I'm really excited to start integrating them and getting even more work done. Um, I've always said, like, how easy would it be if I just had a bunch of me clones and I, I can just outsource the work to them and, like, that would make it super <laughs> easy? But that's not how it works. Like, the collaborative nature of things is that there's different people from different backgrounds and have mm-hmm. different strengths. I, when I was making these shifts in my business, I was um, looking at, okay, people naturally want to grow and develop within their roles. How can I set them up on a path to do that? So I found people's strengths after working with them on like a general basis. And I'm like, cool, you specialize in HR. How can we foster that role for you. So now a general VA that has been with me from the beginning is transitioning into an operations manager role that is a perfect fit for her. It aligns with her goals for her business. It fully aligns with the direction I'm taking mine. I'm so happy to have that coverage. Same with another role. I I am all about facilitating putting people in their roles that they feel really drawn to because otherwise mm-hmm. it's like they, you want to be excited when you come to work. Yeah. Um, and then with that, touching on your next point of how I was feeling kind of overwhelmed for whatever reason, the time that we were working together, I'm so thankful that I've had you <laughs> because it seemed, seemed like every week something new was coming up that I was like, I need your help. I have to talk through this. Um, it ranged from like clients dropping to clients um, being upset about something. So that's what I came to you with for a lot of the calls. I'm like, so this is what happened this week. It wasn't like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about on your end. It was like, I need help now. Red alarm, fire. (laughs) (laughs) So... It was cool to work like in real time through the problems that I was having. Mm -hmm. And it was more so of like, all right, how do we walk through an upset client? How do we approach a situation where I needed to touch base with a team member because the client was upset with X, Y, and Z? So those two aspects of my business, the client relationship and my team relationship are super important to me. So the fact that we got to work through those real time and I left the call feeling like I had a plan of how to approach all of these things was so, so helpful. Yeah. And I think like that's one thing that you and I actually just touched on before we even started recording this, like our hours would go by like that, like so mm-hmm. fast. And you truly are an ideal client of mine. And I loved it because you showed up every single week because it wasn't just like, yes, I can hand you all these mental tools and I can hand you all these mental skills and teach you all these things. But if you're not implementing them and if you're not coming to me with questions, then there's only so far I can take you, right? I can only teach you so many things, but if you're not you know, putting them into practice and trying them and failing and succeeding, right? Like sometimes it was like, okay, I did this thing. I set this expectation and my client or my you know team member still fell short. Now what? Now I have to have this like harder conversation because I set this expectation and I did, I did good as a leader, but like it still didn't hit the mark and that's okay. Right. And so like, 
I always tell all my clients, and I truly appreciated that you did this. Like, I, I don't even think I asked you yet. Like most of the time I like set this expectation, but I don't even think I needed to because I knew you at this point. But I tell all my clients, like come to every single call with an intention, because if you just come to sit to learn, you're not going to, yes, you're going to learn, you're going to consume, you're going to get like a decent amount out of it. But if you come instead with like, here's the fire I need to put out this week, or like, here's the problem I need to work through because not all of them were fires. Some of them were like, Hey, this is something that like needs to get done in the next month. And like, we need to plan and figure out how to get it done. And So coming with that intention is so truly important. And that way you're able to like focus your attention on something during that call and the hour just flies by and we're like, we need more time. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was so nice having your opinion. Like every problem that I came to you with of like, how do I approach this? Like this moral dilemma, this like technical dilemma, you were like, all right, here's this exercise. Like you just had them on deck and I was like, thank God, there's some kind of framework we can follow to like logically walk me through this conundrum because mm-hmm. I was like, uh, it felt like I wasn't doing this alone anymore or like hopping off or like having this email and then turning to my husband who should be paid as like a consultant at this point <laughs> um, being like, what do I do about this? Yeah. Um, just having someone who's in the business world but also has framework and strategies of how to work through these problems. And that can be applied to any scenario. It was Mm -hmm. super helpful. And one thing that you always said during the calls that I was like, oh, I rolled my eyes at, but in reality, it was the most helpful thing was I asked you a question, hoping that you'd be like, (laughs) this is what you do. Like, here is the answer. But you turn back to me and be like, what do you think? And at the time, it was so frustrating. But then looking back, it's like, I'm so glad that you made me work through that on my own. Mm-hmm. Because now I like can rewire my brain to start on that process instead of searching for answers for right. somewhere else. Yes. And that's one of the big things that like a coach versus a mentor, again, is because a coach, I teach you the tools to be able to do this on your own. If I get to the end of my six months and you're like having to rely on me to answer your questions, I'm a mentor. I'm not a coach. Like I'm answering your questions with like what I did or would do. Whereas you're building your business how you are going to build your business. If I made those decisions for you about like, oh, should I hire this person or this person? If I hired the person that I thought was the best for the role, And it was different than what you think is actually like what is truly in your business best for the role. I just set you up for failure because I'm not in your business. That may have been my ideal employee, but it's not your ideal employee. And that goes for, you know, any decision that you make. Coaches help you make decisions based on your circumstances and your business and your life and your mindset, because I'm not here to run your business. You are. I'm just here to help you understand your brain. Yeah. So I came came out of it feeling so much more empowered. It's not like I was coming to you. Obviously, it would have been easy if you just gave me the answers and then I went off and did it. But it's like, do I teach someone how to fish or do I give them a fish scenario? And Mm -hmm. you were teaching me how to fish. You weren't just handing out sushi. (laughs) Yeah. As much as I would love to hand out sushi and be like, everybody should run their business. Exactly. And the thing is, is like, there's plenty of, you know, I have, I work with clients that I'm like, I would not have done that in my business, but it works in their business and it works for them because it's theirs. And like, that's not my job to tell you how to run your business. I'm just here to show you how your brain is working and like when it's stopping you and when it's helping you. Mm -hmm. So with that, like, let's shift back to some maternity leave prep. What's some advice that you would give like broad advice? We'll get obviously a lot more specific here, but like what's some advice that you would give a business owner or, you know, a a C-suite exec or like just someone like high up in management in their career who is prepping to leave 
their team for a period of time. And whether it's maternity leave or they're taking a sabbatical or they're even just taking a two-week vacation, like what's your advice to them, bird's eye view, to even just start prepping for an extended period of time gone? Yeah. Um, That was a huge hurdle for me to work through. I obviously knew that I would be taking time off once the baby is here, but then it's like, how do I prep myself for leading up to that? You know, I thankfully had a team in place and was able to shift things around to where I felt like I had enough coverage and enough people in enough roles to do what I did. Um, But also it took my partner having to come up to me and tell me like, you've been so focused on your business. Like I would hate to see you work all the way up until you give birth, which I know a Mm -hmm. lot of moms do and props to them. Um, But because I said my business was my first baby, it was hard to let go of that. Um, so what I'm doing and prepping to it is my due date is in February. I'm actually taking all of January off. Mm -hmm. I'm stepping away from my business. I'm putting systems in place. I'm getting team members comfortable with the idea of me not being around so that I can slowly taper off into from the business world into mommy mode, which Mm -hmm. I think is going to lend itself to such a better mental state going into things. I'm not just going to have to like flip a switch and turn one thing from the other. Um, Mm. So it took a lot of talks. I know that the reality is that that I might see a pay cut within the portion that I've been taking out for myself. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, genuinely enjoy working. So part of that like little, um, gold star that I give myself every day for clocking in might I might not get that fulfillment there but the fulfillment is going to come from knowing that my business is still running I'm still giving my clients the same top-notch service but that I can take that same attention and intention and put it into my family and come back hopefully stronger than ever to a team that has been running things and can even maybe provide me some insight of maybe I needed to step away from my business to actually see it grow. Maybe I'm holding it back. Yeah. That's so interesting because that was something that you kind of became aware of that you could step back when you took your baby moon, that it was kind of like a mini, you had an entire week where you truly just like hands off. And you were like, it can run. It can actually yeah. go on its own. Everyone survived. Everyone was okay. Clients stuck around. Team members got their shit done. Like, And you came back and you were like, I just had a baby moon. And it was great. And you and Graham were actually able to enjoy your time off together. And there was very little. I think you said you just took like pictures for content. And I think that was it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is super easy, right? Like. Yeah. Nothing compared like, to what you've done in the past. <laughs> it was a nice little test run. And my team knew going into this, I was like, this is going to be our little like toe dip into what maternity leave is going to look like because I'll be taking months off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was. Really- How long are you taking off fully, like including before, like prior to the baby coming? So I'm most likely taking January to may off Mm, so january february march april and a half so like four and a half months yeah so obviously this is my first kid i i don't know how much downtime i'll have there's probably moms out there that are like lol like you're not gonna have time (laughs) um but like maybe when she's napping i can like make sure like just check in i Mm. have I've told my operations manager, like just a weekly overview, just being like, everything's cool is enough. Um, Mm -hmm. And also going into it, a huge part of my business was the HoneyBook aspect. And for a while, I was trying to bring on help and maybe have that continue for through when I'm away, but I never found the right fit. So coming to terms with pausing all HoneyBook services was super hard. 
Um, I was just like a one woman show there. So thankfully the HoneyBook team has been super supportive through that. And Rena also gave me the push of like, Hey, um, I was like, maybe I should do some like digital products, just have it something evergreen. So that it's not like zero. Um, mm-hmm. and you helped me set a due date. You were like, all right, can you get it done? Bye. Um, I think it was Black Friday and I was like, I think I can. So having that like that structure in place helped me pump something out. And now I feel like, all right, I'm able to still provide HoneyBook resources for people. I'm still establishing myself as a knowledgeable in that field, mm-hmm. even have a wait list going for when I do return that people can hop on. So it doesn't feel like that part, that branch of the business is is dying. It's just Kind of rearranging, looking yeah. a little different. Yeah. yeah. So with that, like, I think that brings us really well to how have you learned to trust that taking this time off is the right thing to do? Obviously, like, we know that having a baby is mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things exhausting. And I don't have to have a baby to know that. Right. And you're going to want to spend time with the little one and you're going to want to spend time with Graham and have this time very special and protected. So how do you know that you can trust the systems you put in place, the team that you're leaving and, or pausing with, you know, and like, what have you put in place to truly give you the peace of mind when you're not there? Yeah. So I've been all about systems in the beginning. I think it's the backbone to anyone's business. Mm -hmm. So since I've started, I've been realizing, all right, what are some tasks that I've been doing every day? What needs to happen in a certain way each time this scenario comes up? So I have been recording Loom videos of me walking through specific processes. And I went in and organized them all into different folders, sent them to my team so they are able to reference that. It covers like 90% of any scenario that can come up. Um, and then I have just internal general practices uh, as a Google Drive that anyone can access at any time. And then I kind of created a SSC board. So mm-hmm. me and my like two leads who will be handling a lot of the day-to-day operations, but also like big picture stuff. And this whole month was dedicated to meeting every week talking through possible scenarios. What is everything going to look like? Um, And I think that's really helped us shift gears into uh, they feel comfortable. They've even offered some suggestions along the way of things that I can Mm. implement. I'm taking a breath this time. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. Um, And at the end of this month, which is going to be my final kind of wrap up month, I just sent out a poll for what time works best for a whole team meeting, just to give them an overview of what is maternity going to look like. Mm-hmm. Here's who you need to reach out to before it even gets to me, which hopefully nothing gets that escalated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm feeling really good about what I've had set up. I, I finished setting up my courses. So that'll be like a nice little passive income option. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm feeling good about going into it and just having the support system of Graham telling me like, it's cool if you have a little pay cut. Like I would rather you spend your time being mom than being Sonia, business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearing that from him and knowing that like, I didn't need to work to the bone Mm -hmm. um, was really, really eye-opening and very supportive of him to do. Yeah, no, I love that. So it's a lot of doing what you literally do for your clients, which is systems and automations and setting all of that up, but also setting up expectations within your team about like, hey, if this happens, then this, if this happens, then that. And there's a lot of like, when this, then that, right? Mm -hmm. Like set up in place. And it sounds like these weekly meetings are something that you know you need in order to have that peace of mind that it's like something simple. Just give me an update and I'll be able to stay hands off because I know that my team has got me and my team has got SSE. 
Yeah. And I took the time when I was initially onboarding them, like, are we a good vibe, like outside of business? Like, Mm -hmm. do I trust you? Are the decisions that I would make ones that you would make? So uh, lately, once things have come up, I've been looping them in on certain scenarios. Like, here's how I would answer this. How, How would you answer that? Or just making sure that like the things that are going to possibly come up or things that they can handle and, and everything leading up to it so far has been like really, really showing me that they got it handled. So I mm-hmm. am feeling really great about my team. I have an awesome relationship with all of them already. So I feel like I can trust them. And I think that they are as invested in my business as I am, which is, I never thought that I can get to that point. But when you align yourself with the right people, that's what happens. I love that. When you align yourself with the right people, you get your dream team that yeah. love your business just as much as you do. And I think that's so cool. So unique and people don't always like get that. And so the, the alignment yeah. so good. And also the fact that I've never met any of them in person. <laughs> I I love this day and age of Isn't business it so building. Funny? It's wild. It's yeah. truly so cool. It's so fun. It's on my radar to meet up with everyone. I would love to do that once I'm back and get into the groove. I think a goal of mine would definitely be to treat everyone to a little retreat. Yeah. Maybe so have you fun. teach us yoga. I got you. I will come and plan the whole thing. Help you out. I got you. You need that? No problem. So what are you most excited about for maternity leave? We've talked about all this prep and all of this work that's going into maternity leave, but what are you most excited about? Yeah. I mean, I have been in the workforce since I was like 14. So waking (laughs) up and being like, I don't need to work this entire month. Obviously a child is going to be like probably more work than I've ever done in my entire life, but (laughs) putting in the effort to, this isn't a monetary goal. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to set yourself up. as like, I want to make this much this month, but putting that same effort and intention into raising a human, I think is going to translate super interestingly. Um, I think it's cool that she's like kind of been with me for all these calls that we've had, all of my client meetings. So I'm hoping a little bit of the like entrepreneurial mindset is going to be passed on to her. Of course it will be. Um, But then just like typical mom stuff, I'm so excited to see her little personality blossom. I with all the ultrasound photos, everyone's like, she looks exactly like Graham. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm the one that's been carrying you for nine months. <laughs> You're like, please look like me. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> so interested in like, how, what is she going to look like? What are her interests going to be? Mm-hmm. Is she going to want to own her own business? Like what are her hobbies? Um, but also just like kind of getting into a schedule and seeing what is my life going to look like moving forward balancing the business with a mom and with being a mom. And thankfully I have two awesome moms on my team already, mm-hmm. which I'm reaching out to and being like, how are you doing this? Like you're a magician, <laughs> <laughs> but also knowing that it is possible. So I'm I love that. see how it all pans out in the end. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited. Cause I remember when you and I literally first met you were like I'm trying to get pregnant and I was like yeah. I was like well we're headed to Mexico in a month so like I don't really yeah. know how that's going I was like work. I may or may not be able to go <laughs> yeah and like here we are like you got like almost immediately like pretty yeah. soon after Baja you got pregnant actually yeah like a yeah. month or two later even when you were like at the end of it hey like you want to book for next year and I was like I honestly don't know like there's yeah. a chance that I could be in here I am like puffing and puffing, but having the best time. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. So how do you think like over the course of us working together, how do you think your mental skills and mental awareness of your thoughts and like how you affect the world around you, like your emotions, your reactions, like and the actions that you take, how has that helped you over the last few months of us working together, prepare to take leave? Yeah. Um, a lot of the 
kind of hurdles that we worked through were me telling myself, all right, I need to do this. And then Mm -hmm. you turning around and being like, do you? Yeah. And then sitting in that and then feeling a huge weight lifted off of my shoulders of like, wait, you're so right. I don't need to scramble and do this because Mm -hmm. it doesn't like, it can be postponed or it doesn't even really matter. So because I've been COing on my own for so long and having this like, this needs to be done, this needs to be done, but taking a step back and hearing another perspective and removing that kind of like screen that said, this is what CEOs do. This is the timeline of when things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was huge for me. So that mental state of like need to be done versus like would like to be done slash let's just put it on the back burner for later. Like, yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely. Because I remember you when you and I first started working together, you were like, I have to find another honey book person for when I'm on maternity leave. And now you were literally setting up a wait list and you were like, F it. I'm no one's going to take my honey book spot and that's okay. I'm prepping in this other way. And I'm going to have a slew of clients when I get back. Like it's just another way for your business to run. And that's one thing, like often when we're making decisions, our brain is like, it's this or this, and that's it. There's no other options. And so like in your mind, it was like, give up HoneyBook or hire a HoneyBook pro, like, you know, to take your spot in the meantime. And that wasn't the case. Like mm-hmm. here you are option number three, create a wait list yeah. for all your HoneyBook clients and you can get to them when you get back and you can give them the resources while you're gone that you can and set them mm-hmm. up for success and get them ready to go for when you're back and you'll have a filled client list, right? Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was hard to get over that. Like I'm, there's this huge pillar of my business that it's just like not going to get any attention, but with your help of like, we can still set these things up and you won't have to feel like you're starting from ground zero when you return. Um, and then also knowing that I have this other huge pillar of my business that's still going to be able to run with a hundred percent without me, mm-hmm. um, was this gave my mind so much ease with this whole process. Um, just knowing that I, I can step away and I can return back and hopefully still be in the loop of like any and all honeybook things that are releasing coming back like stronger than ever, I think is going to be what's going to happen. I love it. So we'll start to wrap up here, but what advice would you leave someone with? Or like, what advice would you give someone who's on the fence about specifically mental performance coaching and like the mountain Mm -hmm. mentality program, or even whether it's with me or with somebody else, like mental performance coaching in general? Yeah, I think anyone at any stage of their business can benefit from this because most of the, 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 like the main thing that's holding us back from achieving our goals is ourselves mm-hmm. and it's our own restrictions that we've set up for our brand that are like, oh, well, you can't do this because this other person does it like this, or this is going to be too difficult. What if I just don't do it? Um there are tactical steps that you can put into place when working with people such as yourself that can get you through those hurdles. And as much as your personal um, like social system can help you, like you can reach out to your friends and um, other people, they aren't going to be able to provide the same results as working with like a coach that specializes in this. Mm-hmm. So I needed to work through those, those templates and I needed to hear, what do you think in order to be able to (laughs) actually make significant steps in my business? Yeah. I love that. Honestly, that's my favorite answer. Or (laughs) when people like, whenever people ask me a question, what do you think? 
what yeah. what's your suggestion if someone right. asks you that? I'm gonna use that. I'll, I'm gonna tell my kid that and see how that works. <laughs> you should honestly, because it really does. Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe not when they're in the egotistical phase where like the entire world revolves around them prior to like the age of six. Yeah. Um, but like you know, once they get to a teenager and they're like, "Mom, I'm gonna go do this," and you'll be like, "When do you think that's a good idea?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a great way for them because they'll be like, no, but I'm going to do it anyway. And you'll be like, okay. You know, right. my mom does that with me. I'm an adult and she still uses that with me. She's like, you can make your own decision, but what's the right one? And yeah. I'm like, I know what the right one is, but I don't want to do it. I know. <laughs> and, like, and I know it's a, it's a good way to parent. Cause it's like, you're going to learn this lesson by going through it. And that's how mm-hmm. it's the best way to learn. That's yeah. the best way to learn anything. That's how I tell people that are working on HoneyBook, like here are all the resources. I finished your setup. Here's how to work through it. You just need to dive in and, and figure it out. And you're mm-hmm. going to come out of it a, a well, well more educated and well-rounded person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Learning to safely fail is like truly, you know, like I'm never going to be like, what do you think? And if Sonia was like, I'm going to fire all my employees, I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) let's pause for a second. Okay. Let's rethink that. But like, I would never let you choose something that I'd be like, oh, that's going to be detrimental to her business, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, all it is, is helping you understand where do you actually want to make a decision? And like, let's try it. Let's see if it works. Let's evaluate and do it again. And like, that's what business is, is trial and error 90% of the time, honestly. I know that's what motherhood is. It's all what, it's all what life is. Honestly, human existence, (laughs) trial and error. Let's figure it out together. No one knows what they're doing, Totally. you know? So I love that. So Sonia, tell people where they can connect with you or is there last, actually, before we do that, is there any last little bit of nugget of advice that you want to leave our high achieving business owner, badass adventurers that you want to leave them with? Yeah. I have been very big about like ambition and just taking the scary steps. Um, I don't know what the world holds for me when baby is in this world. I couldn't tell you what the future of SSC looks like, but I am coming into everything with the intention of growth and putting my best foot forward. So I'm doing the best that I can. Thankfully, that has been very fruitful for me. Um, But also know that it is okay to step away from your business and focus on family because that's going to be a huge branch of who you are. Um, I want to be successful in all areas and being able to put attention into the areas that need it at that time, um, is what's going to make us successful in both work and life. So I love that. Yeah. Getting uncomfortable and doing the things that you actually want to do. And it's going to be uncomfortable at first, especially with like, all the things that society pushes us and people that put pressure on us that are not always in our best interest to just go after the things that we want to do and where we want to spend time. And whether that's with family or in career, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. Like you're doing what you want to do. And I love that. Yeah. So good. Boundaries. Yes. Um, We work through a lot of that when working together and just knowing like this and this time I'm setting aside to take off and that's totally fine. And it was also helpful to have the like m- going into maternity leave mindset going into working with clients and it made setting boundaries way easier mm-hmm. and going through these boundaries now with like a physical like something that I actually can attribute them to mm-hmm. not like oh that wasn't that bad like I can <laughs> continue doing setting boundaries for myself moving forward um So that was also super helpful and something that I'd want to pass along. I love that. Yes. So tell people where they can connect with you, how they can hire you, how they can get your, your wait list for maternity leave. Tell me all the things. Yeah. So you can follow me on Sonia Smith creative on Instagram. I there have a link in my bio that will take you to my website, which 
will also outline the HoneyBook courses that I have set up, one for setting up your account, one for setting up your smart files, and another one for the always scary but always fun automations. Um, those are out there for you to use as a resource if you need them. And then my awesome virtual assistant team is ready and willing and happy to work with any and all wedding industry pros um, to get you through your slow season, but also assist you through your busy season. I love that. So good. And I'll have all of that linked in the show notes as well. So everybody can go down and just click the link that they so choose that they need that they're interested in working you with. So Sonia, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was so fun. Per usual, our hour goes by so fast. I love it and hate it all at once. I I could probably talk to you for literal days. I think our first call was an hour and a half, budget like an hour. And I was like, okay, seriously, I have another client coming on. I literally have to go right now. (laughs) So it happens so fast and I love it and I truly appreciate it. And I'm so excited to see what your maternity leave looks like for you. And friends, reach out to her. But when this podcast comes out, she will be working on her maternity Mm -hmm. leave. This will be the first episode of 2024. So very exciting that Sonia will hopefully already be on maternity leave and she will be ready to welcome baby girl into the world. And so definitely send her best wishes on Instagram and get on her wait list if you want to get on HoneyBook or buy a course if you're impatient, you know? And if you're a mom and are doing this already, so much props to you, but also I'd love to hear about your experience and see how we can support each other. Yes. I love that. Yes. Definitely reach out to her, to me. If you need any connection, let me know. I appreciate everyone who's listening. Happy 2024. Welcome to the new year. We're kicking it off in such a good way. Sonia, again, thank you so much for being on here. And friends, I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.